Namaste, yogis and yoginis. Marty Tribble here. So excited to be relaunching the podcast. I've missed connecting with all of you. Episode number 82, although in many ways for me, it feels like episode one, not only because we've been apart a little while and we're relaunching the podcast, but I've shifted a lot over the past six months as a human being and as a teacher. So you might feel that a bit in the new podcasts. This first one is a yin yoga practice. It's 90 minutes, well worth the time spent on the mat. You'll need a yoga strap, a blanket, or a bolster. And for the end part of the practice, a couple of racquetballs, if you have them, or even tennis balls will work. It's delicious. You're going to love it. Make sure you head over to martytribble.com soon. Check out the calendar. We're coming to a city near you. I'm going to be out on tour this fall. So if you live in the Heartlands or the Southwest, West Coast, Hawaii, Vancouver, we're coming your way. Make sure you get on the e-list so you have all the updates. I'm so looking forward to meeting some of you who have only known me through the podcast. It'll be great to meet you in person and to study and practice with you and learn from one another. So we'll see you soon. Stay connected, enjoy your practice, namaste. So let's go ahead and just start um, on our backs. So you can just lay on your back. So stretch out and spread out, take up a little bit of room. Bring your right hand to your belly and your left hand onto your heart. Let your elbows relax, even if it means your hands kind of slide off center. Let them relax down. And just close your eyes and notice that you're breathing. If you can soften through your jaw, letting go of the root of your tongue. And the roots of your teeth. Tune into the front of your body and let the front body drop into the back body.
connecting to a sense of arrival. You are now here. Whatever happened or didn't happen prior to this moment, let that soften. Whatever may or may not be ahead, let that go. Allowing yourself to begin to inhabit every cell of the body. All 60 trillion or so cells. So if yin yoga practice had a mantra, it might be, let it happen. It's a quiet and meditative practice. There'll be a lot of spaces where there's just space and time for you to settle in and ground and reconnect. These quiet spaces practice that sense of inhabiting your body fully. And as for the rest of it, just let it happen. Slowly and gently start to extend your arms overhead. <coughs> and then extend your legs away from your arms, creating a wall-to-wall -wall stretch. So this will be subtle through the side body. Just lengthen and then experience the subtleties. Maybe Draw the tailbone toward the heels and the chin slightly toward the throat, helping to extend through the low back and the back of the neck. But again, it's all pretty subtle, not really looking to go far.
And then take your legs and just start to walk your straight legs over to the right. So you're bringing them off center to the right, straight legs off to the right. Just walk them as far as they go naturally. Don't try to force anything. And then do the same thing with the arms. Start to draw them over to the right. So you're creating kind of a crescent moon shape with your body. Now you can let the arms and legs just be heavy or if you prefer to have some sort of gentle hold in the pose, you can use your right hand on your left hand or wrist and just the slightest drawing of that left arm across to the right. And then with the legs, feel free if you'd like to cross the right leg over the left. So you have the ankles crossed and that'll kind of anchor things into place. If that doesn't feel right, go back to wherever you were or come up with something that works for you. So you're going to find in this practice that you get basic instructions for the shape of a pose, maybe a couple of safety instructions, but other than that, it's really about going to where it feels good for you, which might mean that you end up in a totally different shape in the pose. So there's this subtle opening now on the left side of the body. Once you've found a shape that's comfortable, let go into gravity. Let your body just get really, really nice and heavy. And then go inside and watch. Feel, notice. So we'll be spending approximately three to five minutes, sometimes a little longer, in each of our postures this morning. And that's what makes it a yin practice. We find a passive pose, this generally has more ease in it than effort. And we linger there long enough to go into the connective tissues of the body, things like fascia and tendons and ligaments sheathing that wraps the muscles. It takes a little longer for these tissues to respond. They have a little less blood flow and they're much more dense. If you can soften through your jaw, and again, the idea is let it happen. So whatever you're experiencing in the body, let it happen. moments in the pose. In the last moments of each of these yin postures, you'll really notice how the sensations in the body start to change. You'll start to recognize them throughout the practice as the sensation of the yin tissues. 
They have kind of a subtle, achy quality. As always, you never want to feel anything sharp in your postures, so if it's beyond that sense of stretch, of course, adjust. slowly, one limb at a time, work your way back towards center. You're just going to bring the arms alongside of the body and rest, laying flat for just a moment. Let the arms come down by the body and just rest for a moment. Ah. And here's where the posture makes sense. Once you come out of it, you can feel what was released, what was realigned. So second side, first find that wall-to-wall stretch, lengthening out. And then from there, go ahead and draw the legs over to the left, just walking those straight legs over. And then working your arms over to the left as well. So that you're forming a crescent moon shape. And again, feel free to use the left hand to draw the right arm across. Feel free to cross one ankle over another. Left over right or right over left. It's going to be different for each body depending on what's going on. So feel free to make it work for you. Soften through the jaw, the tongue, the teeth.
So last few moments here, letting go into gravity. slowly come back towards center arms come alongside of the body and just rest for a moment Notice what you feel, where you feel it. The yin tissues respond to the release. Slowly hug your right knee in. Hug the right knee in and draw that knee kind of toward the right armpit so that you're kind of bypassing the ribs. Using the hands to gently draw the knee toward the armpit. And then notice the muscular effort in the arms and we're gonna see if we can let go of that by first letting the shoulder blades drop to the floor so that your arm bones can be more of a weight rather than a muscular pull on the leg. So just experiment and see how you can let go of as much effort as possible. Might help to take the hands behind the, the thigh rather than over the shin depending on your body. Breathing into your right hip joint. Let go of the tailbone. Let go of the weight of the left leg. slowly begin to guide the right knee across the body using your left hand to draw it across into a twist. Let the knee fall over as far as it would like, maybe all the way to the floor. And then what you do with the rest of the body is really up to you. So you might end up 
keeping the left hand on the right leg or you might let it go. You might take the arms out in a T or you might find some other creative way to place your upper body. And the head might stay neutral, the head might turn in one direction or the other. Instead of going to a place of habit or a place of where should my body be, let your body decide. That might be a very new process, but explore it. If you can soften through your jaw, through your tongue, letting go of the outer hips, letting go through the tailbone. These last moments, if you would like, you can work the right leg towards straight in the twist, catching the foot or the calf muscle, just working into the outer leg, the IT band, a little bit more. You might get there and decide that's not where your body wants to be, and if so, great. Go back to where you were. Breathing.
So really mindful. If you straighten the leg, bend the knee. And then maybe activate a little bit through the belly as you draw back towards center. Take your time. Feel free to support the leg with your arms in any way that's needed. Again, you might have that little bit of um, an achy sensation as you come out of this, as the yin tissues respond. Do what you need to do to maybe circulate the leg, pacify those sensations a bit, and then work your way again flat onto your back and just rest for a moment. slowly and gently draw your left knee in, left knee comes in, using the hands to gently guide the knee toward the left armpit so it bypasses the ribs a bit. Once you've found the shape of the pose, tune in, see if you can soften letting go of the weight of the shoulders. As you let go of the weight of the shoulders, it creates more weight in the arms so you have less of a need to pull. Of course, if you have more flexibility, it might be a little bit of a different story for you, so. Of course, adjusting everything to what your body needs. If you are having to pull a little more with the arms, use as little effort as possible. Soft in the jaw, in the tongue, and in the teeth. Letting go of your tailbone. Letting go of the weight of the right leg. Very slowly start to draw the knee across the body. Use the right hand to bring the left knee across. Let the knee come across as far as it would like. And then just tune in to your body to know where to place the arms, the head.
It might be a little bit of a different shape than on the first side, so be open to that. Finding as little effort in the pose as possible. So we've all seen the yin-yang symbol. How there's that little dot of dark within the light and light within the dark. So the yin is the darker side, the meditative, the introspection, the inner world. And even within that, there's a little bit of effort, even if that effort is just showing up as awareness, awakeness. So in these last few moments of the pose, maybe extending the left leg towards straight, catching the calf or the ankle or the foot, working a little more into the IT band. Ever so mindfully, again, perhaps engaging through the tummy a bit, 
As you come back towards center, take your time, observe the sensations, honor them, going slow as is needed. Working your way again into Shavasana, just taking another mini Shavasana. Go ahead and gently bring the feet flat to the mat. Slowly roll toward your right side. Pause there for a moment and find your breath. Gently press into your hands and work your way up towards seated. Find either your bolster or your blanket. You can use the blanket and either fold it or roll it. So if the bolster is too high, know that that's an alternate. We're going to take a seated forward bend, so you'll drape the legs over the bolster so that the bolster is under the knees. You want to make sure that your heels can touch the floor in front. And then from there, it's as simple as folding forward. So just let your spine curl forward. Let your head drop. If you feel like you need some support for the spine, Feel free to either put your blanket in front of your chest so that you're not folding as far forward. So if you put the blanket on the thighs, it'll kind of create a wedge and keep you from going as deep. You can also stack your forearms and let your forehead rest there so that it's a little less on the neck. Or you can stack your blanket under your arms and then your arms on the blanket and then your forehead on your arms. So there's lots of creative ways to put your props together to make the pose work for you. If you're okay with the intensity of just hanging with gravity, that's great too. So don't feel like you have to prop yourself up. Some days I feel comfortable with that intensity and some days I don't. So just tune into your body and see what feels right. 
So this is an intense opening for the entire back of the body. Those of you who are not feeling the opening in the back of your legs, you may need to get rid of the bolster and use the blanket rolled or use no prop at all. So if you have more flexibility, the, the prop might not be the answer for you. It is for 90% of the population because most of us have really, really tight hamstrings. Tune in, make adjustments, and then settle into a space of stillness and that sense of letting go into gravity. There's no pulling, no pushing. The only effort is awareness and letting go into gravity. Gravity's doing the work. Notice what you feel, notice where you feel it, and make space for all of those sensations. The first time I experienced yin yoga, it was a very, very intense practice. I was not accustomed to going into my connective tissue. I had always practiced just from muscular stretch and muscular effort. And when you go into the connective tissues, you start releasing the deeper level toxins, not just on a physical level, things that we consume voluntarily and voluntarily, but also the buildup of emotions and thoughts and habits and patterns. All of that collects in the cells the deeper rooted stuff is sitting in the connective tissue. So just awareness that that internal process is happening. Giving yourself permission to feel whatever comes through. Just to make space for it, give it, give it way so that it can pass through and move on and release. Softening the jaw. Letting go of the tongue and the teeth.
last few moments in the pose, allow your body to soften. If you feel like there's something that you cannot soften into at this point, then support that part of your body, whether it's supporting your forehead so the neck doesn't go as deep. This way you can let the rest of the spine relax and let go. Soften the skin of the face, space between your eyebrows. Very mindfully with chin, heavy to chest. Work your way up one vertebra at a time. Feel free to push through your hands if you need that extra support. Just keep the chin heavy until you're all the way up through the spine and then slowly lift the head. Eyes closed, mind goes into the spine. Just feel and breathe. Let everything settle in. These pauses after the poses are an important part of assimilation. Literally letting your mind and emotions kind of digest the process. And then grab your strap. I've come around and made loops out of them. Some of you have two straps looped together because you picked up a kind of a shorter strap. And then you can scoot your prop that was under your knees off to the side. Lay all the way down. And take another mini shavasana. So just make sure the strap's handy and then you can just let it go for a minute. I just don't want you to have to go fumbling for it after you've relaxed onto your back. So. So we experience this interesting sensation in yin practice where it feels like we're getting older. <laughs> Every pose we come out of, we're like, oh man, I think I just aged another three years. And that sensation, as curious as it is, is wonderful because it lets us know that we've gone in and released stuff that was really deep maybe 
it's ancient. Maybe we are bringing it through from someplace deep in our past and healing it in the moment. So we get that sense of age or time. So find your strap and loop it around um, the ball of your right foot. So bend your knee and loop the strap around the ball of your right foot. So that's the part of your foot that's just below your toes. And then you're going to loop the other end of the strap. So you have a big loop in your strap. You're going to put that behind your head. And if you have one of the straps where there's two together, you're probably going to have to pull on the tongue of one of those straps and tighten it up. If you have a single strap, you might have to loosen it. So the placement of the strap, it goes just at the base of the occiput, so the very base of your skull, that part that we all love to receive massage at. <laughs> and then you can loop the strap kind of over your ears, so it goes between the top of your ears and your scalp. Make sure you don't have a buckle on your head that's going to hurt after a while. So you might feel like you're kind of fumbling for a minute. And then what you're looking for is a balance point. So a balance point between where the leg can be straight and heavy and the head can just hang from the weight of that leg. So that you're getting a wonderful opening for the back of your neck. As well as for the back of your leg. So this should be pretty effortless so you don't have to hang on to anything. I'm just going to move this so that the buckle's not on your head. So put it behind your head. Maybe under the hairline. Sometimes slick hair, it makes it slide. So I'm going to just loosen the buckle just a little bit. So that your leg can kind of start to straighten forward. Do you feel more of a balance point now? Awesome. And you have a little more tongue left if you want to loosen it up a little more. Feel free to do that. So bring the strap up around the ball of the foot. Do you feel like you need a longer strap? Okay. So this should be pretty effortless. It should feel like your straight right leg is just hanging and your head is just hanging. You shouldn't have to hold on to the strap at all. So if you're having to hold the strap, change the length of your strap. You might need to tighten it up. 
it's worth the extra effort to get into the pose because once you're in there, it's this amazing space of just hanging. The last couple of moments here, make sure that you've surrendered through the right heel. Let the right heel draw toward the ceiling so the toes move toward the shin. That's why we've placed the strap over the ball of the foot to help pull the toes back so that you're getting into the calf and the Achilles a bit. Soften the space between your collarbones. The front of your torso drop into the spine. If you feel like you're having to work to hold yourself here, then adjust the strap, make it longer so the leg can be straight and heavy. Soften your tailbone and the weight of your left leg. And then we're going to slowly and gently release. Bring your hands to the strap. Bend the knees so that you can lower the head. Just release everything to the floor and pause for a moment.
go ahead and loop the strap around the left foot, ball of the left foot, so right at the base of the toes, and then around behind the head again. You might need a different length on your strap for this side. Again, ideally the leg should be straight. It should feel like your knee has kind of locked out, which is fine because we're not putting weight on the leg, so no big deal. So your foot's gonna be forward of the hip rather than behind it toward your head. Nice, heavy, straight leg. If the leg isn't coming forward of the hip and it's not straightening, then lengthen your strap out. Once you find the balance point on this side again, that sense of letting go into gravity. Let go through the left heel so the toes can curl back toward the face. Right leg is very, very heavy. Soften the space between the collarbones. of the tailbone and the front of the ribs. Soft through the jaw. Let the jaw hang. Maybe your lips part. Maybe you end up drooling on your mat. No problem. Be willing to risk it to find that deep point of surrender.
Keep letting go through that left heel so it's being organically drawn toward the ceiling. Ball of the foot is getting pulled by the straps so the toes are organically moving toward the shin. Notice how the sensations change last few moments, last few breaths here. Notice if there's any corners of the body that have not let go and let them soften. hands to the strap so that you can bend into the left knee and gently release the head. Release the leg and lie flat again. We'll take another mini Shavasana. Just land, let it happen. Get as heavy as possible here. Feel the weight of every bone every cell, every exhale. Mindfully work your way onto your right side. Pause there for a moment and breathe. And then press into your hands and work your way up. We've really been focusing in a lot on the legs this morning. Um, We're going to do one more for the connective tissue in the legs. So from seated, extend your left leg forward. You might want to scoot toward the left edge of your mat so you have enough room to your right. You're going to draw your right foot back alongside of the body for half saddle. So the heel comes toward the right glute and Foot placement for that right foot is going to depend on how your ankle, knee, and hip feel. Full posture is to turn the top of the foot or your shoelaces to the floor so that the right toes point straight back behind you. If that's not workable for one of your joints, turn the toes out to the right. If you're still having discomfort, take the right knee away from the left knee so that you're just a little wider. So one of those three placements... And if none of those three are working for you, let me get everybody into the pose. Stay up, and I'll, I'll come by and help you out. Okay, so once you're there, you want to just notice what you're feeling in your right quad. And if you want to go deeper, you can come back onto your elbows for the first stage. 
You have a bolster, you have blocks, feel free to use those behind the elbows. If going to the floor on the elbows is a little too much right away. And you just want to hang out there until you feel things kind of loosen up a little bit. And then last stage is to lay on the back. Again, you have a bolster. You can support your shoulders and your head with the bolster. Or for a few of us, it may be comfortable to come all the way to the floor with the upper body. Again, it's just really going to depend on what's going on in your joints and in your tissues. Anybody that this pose is not working for? Everybody's found some sort of placement? Good. Great. So we're going to spend a few moments here. Breathing and connecting inward. So you might find that you start in one stage and progress to another, whether that means you start deep and then end up easing off toward the end, or you start in a place of more ease and end up deepening toward the end. But take your time. This is one of the larger muscle groups of the body. So a lot of connective tissue to be addressed. And you'll feel that as you go along, how the layers begin to kind of unfold and reveal themselves. Soften the jaw. into the sensations. Sometimes the more intense the sensations are, we start to grit our teeth or grumble internally a little bit. It's natural. It happens. But when you notice it, when you become aware of it, see if you can shift and instead move toward gratitude. Maybe think this area of your body for all the wonderful ways it allows you to move and experience the world. This area has been working hard for you. So just maybe passing a little bit of love through and just notice how that affects the posture whether it changes the sensations in the body or the sensations in the mind. 
Sometimes when we change our attitude or our approach about something, whether it's a yoga pose or a life situation, it doesn't necessarily mean that that situation changes or dissolves. But our inner experience is what shifts the way that we store the memories of that experience. The ways in which it affects how we move forward. minute of the pose get heavier through the bones through the jaw, the tongue, the teeth Gently, mindfully, if you're on your back, you're going to need to roll toward your straight leg until you can curl up on your left side. If you're still up on your arms, just gently walk yourself up and release the leg forward. So if you're on your back, just roll to the left, lay on your side for a minute. Don't try to come up right away. So roll on your side. Just stay there for a second. Let the ankle and the, the hip and the knee release. And then once you feel that you've got a little bit of release, then work your way up slowly to seated. You might need to straighten both legs and kind of roll out the ankles a little bit. And then we're going to go ahead and take the second side. So scoot toward the right edge of your mat. Right leg is straight. Right leg is straight and the left foot draws back. Those of you who your foot doesn't end up on your mat, even though you've scooted to one side, you might want to put a blanket under your toe so it's not pushing against the floor the whole time. So this class, we feel like we have so many props, but they're there for you if, if you need them. So when you're ready, work your way back onto your forearms. And then eventually onto your back if, if your body decides it's okay with that. The side might be quite different than the first side. It might feel more at ease. It might feel like you have to modify more. Either way, lots of breath.
So this practice is the antidote for athletes. Whatever other athletic activities that you're involved in, this practice helps to counterbalance the yang, the active, the solar, the go, do, accomplish. It helps us to heal the inflammation that comes as a result of extensive activity. especially as the warm weather months start to approach and we get more and more active. Remember this practice as your counterbalance to keep your joints healthy, to keep your body flexible, to increase your performance, and to reduce your likelihood of injury. Soften your jaw, meeting the intensity, the sense of compassion. few breaths. Again, if you're up on your elbows still, you can work your way up from there. 
If you're on your back, slowly roll toward your straight leg. So roll to your right and just curl up on your right side for a moment. Don't be in a rush to move the joints. Just curl up and pause for a moment. And then work your way up towards seated and maybe straighten the legs and circulate the ankles a bit. Set your props off to the side, and you'll need your two racquetballs. Does everyone have two racquetballs? No, someone's rolled away, so I think those are yours. <laughs> All right, great. So you're going to come onto your back again, so come onto your back and... <coughs> Do a little self-massage. If you've already done this with me before, feel free to go into it and do your thing. Otherwise, you're going to bend your knees and put your feet on the floor. And then you're going to take your two racquetballs and place them on either side of the spine at the top of the shoulders. So there's kind of a groove on either side of the spine, and you're just going to place the racquetballs there. And then just let go and release the weight of your body into them. So we'll start with more of an acupressure-like method of just resting the weight of the body on the pressure points of the balls. And if you tend not to like deep pressure, this is probably the way you're going to work the entire time. You'll stay here and breathe until you feel like you've released the muscles a bit. And then you'll take the balls a little further down the spine, rest and breathe in that one spot for a little bit, and so on. Otherwise, you can work with the rolling method, which is a little more like receiving um, deeper tissue work, more like a rolling massage. So you want to first start to tilt your pelvis by lifting up through your tailbone. Don't lift the hips, but just tilt the tailbone up toward the ceiling. Feel how that rolls you back a little bit. And then roll the tailbone back down and feel how that rolls you forward a little bit. And you can use that rocking of the pelvis to kind of start to roll along the balls. And once you get used to that sensation, you can go for a little more. If you feel like it, you can push into the feet a tiny bit and roll a little more. So you really don't want to roll more than um, two to three inches of length on the spine at a time. You might want to cup the hands behind the head, creating a little hammock for your head so that your head can be lifted and that'll help you roll a little bit more. So you're gonna find some of the instructions will work for you, some of them won't. And that's just gonna be based on what your body needs today. Go with your intuition. If you need to dig in a little bit, dig in. If you need to be more subtle, be more subtle. Your body's going to let you know exactly what's right for this moment. So if you tune into that wisdom in the cells, you'll know just what to do.
just a few more minutes here, exploring and rolling along the spine. If you'd like, you can take one ball out so that you can target around the shoulder blade on one side. So for example, if you're working on your right side, you'll kind of lean up onto the ball on that right side. Feel free to oscillate the right arm in different directions so that you can access under the shoulder blade a little bit more as you roll around. The edge of the shoulder blade, there's kind of a crescent moon shape and you can kind of roll along that a little more at, at a crescent moon kind of angle. First few times you do this, it's a learning experience, but eventually it kind of takes on a life of its own and your body just guides you where to go to find the release. Soft through the jaw so that what you're releasing doesn't get trapped in the jaw. It can pass through, move on. Working one side, go ahead and switch, work the other side. So wrap it up, last few little movements before our Shavasana time. If you were working one side at a time, put both balls back under the body again so that you can roll evenly just a little bit, giving more of a sense of continuity to the body before you end. Once you've completed, you can set up for your Shavasana. So whatever you need to be comfortable in Shavasana, if you need to put a bolster under your knees or a blanket over your body or under your head, totally okay if the racquetballs roll away, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out later. 
Make sure that your legs are not touching one another. Make sure that your arms are far enough away from the body that your armpits are open. jaw soften. your tongue, like go of the root of your tongue, feel the tongue drop away from the palate so the palate is exposed and spacious. Tune into the infinite space in the dome of your mouth. and let go of the roots of your teeth. Feel the gums melt and expand into the mouth. Notice the front of your body. Tune into the front of the body, including the face. And let the front body drop into the back body.
awareness back to body and breath. Body and breath. Gentle movement in your toes and your fingers. With eyes closed, make your way onto your right side. Eyes closed. Give yourself the gift of the inward journey. Eyes are closed as you draw up to seated. seated, eyes closed. Sound OM together three times. Remembering that OM is the original sound, the primal sound, the first sound, the vibration that brought all things into existence. So when we connect to that sound, we connect to the web of life truth that we're all one. join at the heart, finding a sense of acknowledgement of your own efforts for stepping onto the mat today, realizing that what you cultivate here on the mat is expanding out into the world, affecting your relationships, your work, your play, permeating all that you do all that you are and all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for joining me in practice this morning. Namaste.